Welcome to Life in Purple, providing you with the latest from women entrepreneurs, amazing mums, human interest stories, and celebrity guests. Your host, Laura Sprague, discusses women's topics such as success, empowerment, perseverance, lifestyle, and much more. Laura also offers a fun and unique perspective while providing listeners with valuable tips on how to successfully conquer the many issues women may face. Come experience your life in purple. And now, here's your host, the life coach with the most, Laura Sprague. Hello, Lip Talk Nation. Welcome to Life in Purple. I'm your host, Laura Sprague, and thank you so much for listening to this episode. Today, we have a beautiful and inspirational guest lined up, but before I introduce her, I want to make a quick reminder of our most recent guest, Melanie Angelis. Melanie is a holistic practitioner who shares her story of healing literally from the inside out and shares incredible tips for you to do the same. If you haven't had a chance to catch our previous episodes, visit liptalknation.com and there you will find more resources to help you live a life in purple. On our show today, we have entrepreneur, speaker, and transformational wellness coach, Kareen Reeve, uses practical and holistic approaches to inspire, motivate, and lead people to make healthy, wealthy, and wise choices about their mind, body, and soul. Kareen's main focus is to provide hope to all she meets. It is an honor to welcome you to the show, Kareen. How are you today? I'm wonderful, Laura. Thank you for having me on. Oh, it's an honor to have you on the show. And I just want to reach out to Lip Talk Nation and let them know because I'm, I'm going to ask you, but Kareen has a very awesome accent, so I may end up mimicking her. And the listeners know this, that I love Australian accents and English accents. So Kareen, you are such a lovely and contagious person and have had quite the experience in overcoming obstacles. I knew I had to have you on the show. So before we get to your tips to live a happier and healthier life, Will you tell us where you are from and a little about what you did before you became a transformational wellness coach? No problem, sir. Well, I live in Western Australia on a coastal suburb called Warmbro, so um, where we walk from our house down to the beautiful coast and the beach. And um, I actually come from 20 years of hairdressing previously before becoming a transformational wellness coach. And the reason that coaching or helping people in mind body health was so important to me is uh, my clients my hairdressing clients used to come to me to look beautiful on the outside you know have a beautiful new color or a funky new do and especially when they were going through big changes in their life they wanted to have these drastic changes and like if you've got a hairdresser Laura I know you've got that amazing purple hair you know we sit and we talk to our hairdressers about some pretty deep and meaningful stuff and my clients were always looking to look beautiful on the outside, but they were searching for something more inside as well. And they would tell me their deepest, darkest secrets and always ask for, you know, intuitive tips or if I knew something or could recommend something. And so being that sort of person and people helper all of my life, that really sort of encouraged me to use my gifts and tools outside of hairdressing to help people work on their inner stuff to then bring their outer and inner light back out again. 
Oh my goodness, Kareen, I love this so much because you, you're already wanting to help others. And like you said, you were a hairdresser for 20 years and you were making these lovely people coming in, feeling really good on the outside. But here you are listening to their soul, their troubles, their deepest, darkest secrets, like you just said. And that um, oftentimes inspires a lot of hairdressers to want to become more. So I applaud you right now for wanting to do that. And it's a beautiful thing that you are doing. And so will you share with us now, the listeners, your your really aha moment when you knew that you wanted to become a transformational wellness coach, or maybe you might de- define it as your why to help others. Yeah. So the moments that really came to me was um, I had some really close clients who either were going through really traumatic changes in their life, if it was, you know, um, divorces or deaths or, you know, actual illnesses or disease in the body like cancer and things like that. And just seeing their their yearning for wh- who am I now and outside of, you know, the situations that's happened or um, what can I do to, you know, refine my my passion or my purpose or, you know, rediscover who I am? And I could, at that point in time, I could only give them, you know, intuitive advice or um, alternative therapies that I had used um, before I'd become certified in other alternative therapies outside of hairdressing to sort of give them the guidance and then say, look, I've got this beautiful network of people to go to here, go and see this massage therapist or this holistic um, practitioner or this acupuncturist to then be able to say, well, outside of coming to speak to me about the deep and dark stuff, there is people outside that can help you along the journey as well. Okay, this right here is something that the listeners are very intrigued about. I've had a few guests on the show talking about um, natural approaches into the healing. We've had an intuitive coach on before, and so that's where I would love to pick your brain even more. But before I do that and and really explain to some of the things that you do, I would love for you now, Kareen, to share with us some of the difficult obstacles that you had to overcome, though, to get where you are today, and how did you overcome? overcome them? Yeah, no problem. Well, as I say, being a hairdresser of 20 years and being a very sensitive being, (laughs) like I I really do feel with my heart with for everybody, that was my big learning curve about being able to be aware of energy. And outside of that, what happened was I'm one of those go-getter people that takes everything on board. I actually burnt myself out with adrenal fatigue and chronic fatigue syndrome um, at the young age of 21. I'm almost 33 now. And um, it was a great lesson for me because I was actually bedridden at 21, um, very unwell, and looked at it as, well, what do I need to do for myself to then have new boundaries and learn new ways to work with my own energy to then go out and be sort of the proof in the pudding or, you know, walk the walk and talk the talk for my clients or, you know, people who come and ask the questions for me in health and wealth areas of life as well. So today still, you know, I have to be very um, aware and in tune with myself and really listen no matter how much I want to go, go, go with a project or something that I'm doing that, you know, if my body's telling me to, you know, tune in, slow down, wind down, take a bit more TLC or self-care, this is where I need to use my tools that then I gift on to my clients as well. 
Kareen, you just pointed out something really huge by asking the question, what do I need to do for myself? Lip Talk Nation, I would love for you to ask this question right now. What do I need to do for myself as we continue to pick Kareen's brain? Because here she is already being vulnerable with us. At the age of 21, Kareen, you were dealing with adrenal fatigue and, and, you're, and you're calling yourself a, a sensitive person. I myself can relate to that. Um, picking up on the emotions of others and feeling them, wanting to help them, but not knowing how to um, overcome that. And so I'm, I'm going to be learning from you too as, as you share with us more of your soul because that's so important to be able to separate other people's feelings too. I know that much as I'm studying the health and wellness and energy healing and all kinds of stuff. So thank you so much for that question. What do I need to do for myself? Lip Talk Nation, do you have goosebumps yet? I do. Okay, Kareen, I am personally a huge fan of you and all that you do with your holistic approaches. One of the methods that intrigue me the most, and I believe the listeners would love to be a bit more educated on this, is energy healing. Will you briefly describe what energy healing is and how it may work for the listeners? Of course. So energy healing, if we look at it as the branch on a tree of the alternative or holistic wellness or holistic and alternative medicine branch allows you to go down a huge amount of modalities of mind, body, soul healing. And that is where my three main things come into where my work is. Because a lot of people don't realize that the energy um, that we take on from other people, the words that we say to ourselves, the food or drink or, or medications that we put into our body have energy or vibration in it. And sometimes it just doesn't drive with us. Sometimes those words that we say to us are so negative that we put and hold unintentionally, but mainly habitually into ourselves. And we just keep you know, bashing and bashing and bashing at ourselves to the point that we either do unfortunately make ourselves sick or we do get to the point where we sort of have this epiphany of where do I go now? What do I need to change to get, you know, back to where I was or to be the new me? And so with different styles of energy medicine or alternative medicine, you can do things like uh, Reiki, where it's an energy exchange from a practitioner to someone. And by all means, everybody does have the energy to tune in and self-heal as well. And by learning these techniques along the way, you can grow and do more of that self-care that we were talking about, Laura. But as well, there's different modalities like emotional freedom technique, EFT, where you actually do um, a set um, of sort of movements or tapping techniques along the different energy meridians or energy sort of places within the body to release old stuck energy so that allows the new flow of energy through the body to come through and start shifting that sort of heaviness or that ickiness or that yuckiness that people start to feel. And then you can use things as well like essential oils because that's plant energy, crystals or gemstones from the earth, you know, that's been created all these thousands, millions of years, you can use the, the earth energy of gemstones as well. And then we have all different flower and plant medicines and things as well. So there's a vast modality out there. But coming back to the, the three essences of mind, body, soul, what we think, what we do with the body, and what we're yearning for in the soul. 
You just had a beautiful gift to explain all of that right now. I have goosebumps. My head is nodding. Yes. (laughs) So I really want to point out, and the first thing that you said about the energy is how we can pick up things from others, including, and I love how you said this, food and drugs and the words and people that we are around. They all have vibrations and energy. And so this is like something new that I'm learning and processing as well. So I love that you're explaining this to us because I didn't realize it was even the foods that I ate. And so right now I'm having this aha epiphany moment, as you will, um, in my life, wanting to go to the next level and understanding the Reiki energy and and the ability to self-heal. But I also um, loved how you explained EFT, like it's the tapping techniques to release old stuck energy. And so I believe Kareen, and maybe you do too, is that if you free your mind of suppression, you free your mind for innovation. So people often get scared of things they don't know. So when they hear of things such as energy healing, or they think of things where it's just too simple, they get scared of it, and then they call it uh, not true. And so I really want the listeners to understand how simple and easy it is to be able to free your mind. You still have to work through that yucky stuff, like you said, but there's release that comes. There's so much release. I've experienced it myself. And I love how you were talking about the mind, body, and soul, and the energy. You know, from my experience, Corrine, I discovered that if I wanted things to change around me, including my health, wealth, and happiness, I needed to first take care of myself. So I believe that you also are like-minded. Like I said, after reading one of your articles on inspiration, I would love to pick your brain now for the listeners on how important this is. Why is it important for you to take care of yourself, first mind, body, and soul, and how does it affect the outcome of success? Yeah, definitely, definitely. Self-care, or I call it date day with yourself, um, is something that we, as women especially, but you know, for our, you know, our, our men as well, we actually need to do for ourselves. You know, we're either doing physical or manual labour, um, or in the energy healing or you know, alternative medicine space, we're working with people very closely. We're almost you know, in their zone or their energy bubble all the time. So having, you know, a self-care day or date day with yourself is really important because it means you're actually nurturing yourself or some people say, you know, you're filling your cup. And by saying that, it you can go for a massage at a, you know, at a, at a massage parlor or go and get your nails or your hair done if that's your self-care thing. But also it could be as simple as a daily routine of sitting and just having some quiet time, having a bubble bath and lighting some candles, you know, rubbing some oils into your skin, you know, to give you that self-nurture and self-love. But the thing that we all tend to do is we tend to get too busy and not have the structured routine. And so if we can actually start settling, setting up those sort of self-care and self-love rituals on a, on a daily basis or, you know, at least once a week, that's where we tend to tune in eventually to those energies which aren't driving with us if we've eaten something or had a big weekend or if we are growing through um, an experience or starting to um, accept and love ourselves and, and move through sort of a generational cycle. We're able to nurture and have that self-love and self-care and support for ourselves because we create it slowly into our routine daily. Oh my goodness, Lip Talk Nation, did you hear that? 
I am, I'm in awe again, as you sim- simply explained to us that even in a daily routine, self-care is so important because you mentioned it's to fill our cups. We can get lost, like you said, in the busyness. So if we take time to have a daily routine where we have a bubble bath or we sit and meditate or relax just for a few moments every day to gather our thoughts so that we can then invest back into our children and our families and our friends into helping others. And I love how you keep including the mind, body, and soul because um, it's what you call date day yourself. Is that what you said? Yeah, you know, it's a date day with yourself. Yes, date day yourself. And this is something, Corrine, I am admitting to myself. It's been a year. It's almost like, am I allowed to take care of myself, first of all? And then, because I'm a go, 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 go person, energetic. And then I realized that, oh, I, I have to reboot. And so um, I have a time in the evening where I reboot, where everything else is off and I reflect and turn my brain off. So I have my own routine. So um, I love, again, how you explained that. Date, date yourself. Yes, Lip Talk Nation. I know you're laughing, but I love that so much. All right, as, as I was researching you, Corrine, and getting to know your work, I really fell in love with how simple, like I said, here it is, there's that word today, um, how simple you explain tangible steps for people to overcome their obstacles. So we talked about energy healing, and but one of my favorite articles is the one that you did on hope, and you talk about the three pillars of hope. So what are the three pillars, and how would a person find hope again? I look at it regardless of, you know, um, religion or spirituality. It's, it's as a human, hope is what we, we hold on to, and when you have an experience in your life that you feel takes your hope away, that the spark or, you know, that inner fire goes out, and the, to reignite that through your mind, body, and soul, the three main things that my clients or, you know, people come to me and say, Karine, you know, I'm, I'm really struggling. I'm trying to find that hope again. And I'm like, what are you looking for? They're like, I want to be healthy. I, I want abundance. I want prosperity. I want to be wealthy, you know, outside of a financial aspect. And I just want to be happy again, Karine. And the more I heard this from my clients, I was like, this is, this is the three pillars that I create my work around is health, wealth, and happiness. So health is striving for, you know, whatever level of um, health or body physique or, or mindset that you're looking at growing to, you know, life's a journey. It's not a destination. Um, you know, we're here for, you know, a fairly long time, most of us. So we want to make, you know, the journey a worthwhile one as a as a human and having this experience. We we want to have good health to be able to carry us through it. And the next pillar being wealth, people say, oh, you know, I, I want to be wealthy, but wealthy doesn't necessarily have to mean rich just in financial aspect. Rich can be rich in fulfillment, rich being um, rich in purpose. It can be um, rich in abundance and in prosperity and being thankful and having that gratitude of, of uh, the everyday life experiences we get to have with ourselves as single people. But then if you're in a relationship and then having children and the extended family as well and your friends and your colleagues, having that wealth and abundance in there as well. And then I really find that the happiness aspect is 
again, not just looking outside of yourself for happiness, but actually tuning back in, and this is where it comes back to the energy work, Laura, of looking inside yourself and being happy as one, happy within yourself, being happy within the whole. And this is where the the food, the energy, the healing, the, the aspiration, the directional purpose brings the whole mind-body-soul basis of the three pillars together. And this is where I'm going to say boom, because I, I, I'm like smiling again. I just smile. I wish people could see me smiling while I, I'm listening to the answers. But you said health, wealth, and happiness are the three pillars of hope. Yes, everyone wants it. And oftentimes, people can lose. They, they think they, they lose hope. They allow their circumstances to take over. But I love it that you said people can find wealth, not just in riches. And this is what's standing out to me right now, Corrine. But they can find wealth in their purpose and abundance and then you said including gratitude and yes it is that's a huge part at least for me and my healing was the gratitude learning to be thankful um, even for the small things that started helping me with my healing journey and so again I'm smiling really big and including those whole foods that that help you be happy Um, everything has energy so, Corrine, what has been the biggest lesson you have learned so far in helping others overcome their fears? The lesson I've found within helping others is for me to be what I call the proof in the pudding or walking the walk and talking the talk together and that I have to be learning that lesson to then pass it on to people. I'm very much about, you know, trying to stay in integrity do the work that I then give other people to do because if I'm not holding myself accountable and learning the lessons and growing in our self-development and our personal development and learning to love and grow who we are, how can I then, you know, sort of um, expand that out to people as well? So it's very much about staying in integrity and doing the work on myself so then I can then gift the lessons to other people then they can nurture themselves with the work that we do together. Lip Talk Nation, did you hear that? You got to walk the walk and talk the talk. And I love how you said you got to be the proof in the pudding. That's exactly it. And here we say you got to practice what you preach. Learn the lessons and then you pass it on. And that's how I've 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 tried and I want to live as well, Corrine. I I want people to live a happy, healthy, and wealthy life. And they can. They need to give themselves permission to do that. But also in that vulnerability, you said hold yourself accountable through personal development and working on yourself and passing on the lessons that you learned. That is a very valuable lesson right there, Lip Talk Nation. Practice what you preach. So, Corrine. As we continue on, right before we get to the lightning round, I have one more question for you. Kareen, I couldn't wait to ask you this question because I'm a huge fan of positive affirmations and the way it influences our belief system. So do you say any positive affirmations and why should we speak positive words of life over ourselves? Most definitely. I have a few techniques that I use for my affirmations and I've grown with affirmations over the years and I will explain to the Talk Nation about affirmations. We usually try and use something like I am 
loving, I am abundant, I am rich, I am, I am, I am. And sometimes we get, I'll use the word stuck or because we're blocking it, because we don't believe it in ourselves yet. And this is that some people say affirmations don't work. And what I have done while I've been working with my clients, especially if they're quite blocked and stuck and affirmations is quite new, I get them to be willing. So I, I reframe or just reword the affirmation in the beginning to say, I am willing to, I am willing to be well, I'm willing to grow, I'm willing to be abundant. And as they start really feeling and embodying it, the, the subconscious and, um, mind and the conscious mind stop playing tricks on each other and blocking it out. It actually goes, oh, yeah, I could do that. Yeah, I could accept that. And then once they start accepting that, we move on to the I am because then they're starting to believe it. And they can either do that by we can um, sort of tune in together and do some beautiful affirmation cards so they're seeing it and putting it in their mirror or, you know, where they every day in their purse or their wallet um, and then being able to, you know, do their daily routines and be able to actually embody the, the I'm willing to or the I am affirmations along the way. So one of my favourite affirmations that I like to do with the EFT, the emotional freedom technique tapping that I was talking about before is even though I get scared, I love and accept myself. And I do three rounds of that. So say that three times. And on the third time, you give yourself a big squeezy hug. And it actually gives you that self-doubt that you need because sometimes you are by yourself and you just need to give yourself a cuddle or a cradle even in your worst days. But it's really great to be teaching all generations. My, my two children who are three and four, they both do these techniques as well because they have rough days as well. And I teach this, you know, as I say, from very young with my children all the way through to the elderly. So it's a great start on being able to bring affirmations or, or positive self-talk to you and building up the belief if you've gone from an extremely negative self-talk to a middle ground of I am willing to and then building up to the I am belief affirmations as well. Kareen, I've asked so many people this question, so many, but you explained it so much different than everyone else did. And I love all the answers that I've gotten on Lip Talk Nation and but the way that you explained it with the people who get blocked and the ones who get stuck on the ones who say positive affirmations don't work, you went a step further. And the listeners haven't heard this yet, at least from me and from the guests on the show. So this is great. I am willing. What a beautiful aha moment that was for you to be able to then help people um, really grab a hold because you really do care. And so when you get people past the I am willing part, then you're able to move them on with the I am love, you know, I am beautiful, I am strong. And um, then your own affirmations, the EFT. I learned about EFT really from uh, the guest last year I had on the show. His name is Stephen Aitchison. And I had no clue what he was talking about. And he's in Scotland. And so emotional freedom technique is a beautiful thing to add and include with your affirmations. Thank you, Kareen. Thank you, thank you, thank you. So now it's time to move to the part of the show where we get to know you on a very fun level. We call this our lightning <laughs> round, and you're laughing already because it's going to be awesome. The questions are simple, easy to answer. Just answer the first thing that comes to your mind. Kareen, are you ready? 
ready to go. <laughs> ready to go. Me too. I always feel like I need music as we're doing this. <laughs> uh, anyway, if you could have a superpower, what would it be? Oh, honestly, to, to get rid of world hunger. Just to just to snap my fingers and just for it to be gone, it, just to be done, it would be just my, my heart's desire. I want to join you with that. Boom. Snap my finger too. Oh, that gets yep. to you. That gets to me too. Oh. All right. Yep. How, how do you like your coffee? Oh, I like uh, a good strong espresso coffee with just a little bit of honey in it. Oh, perfect. <laughs> strong espresso with honey. Now, I have yet to try coffee with honey, but I, ha- I know other people who do that. Uh, I think you might just inspire me to try it with honey tomorrow morning. Well, it's morning for you. It's evening for me. So in in several hours, I'll be trying that. All right. So what is your most embarrassing moment? Oh, my goodness. Um, I'd have to actually go back to like a really early, like primary school Mm -hmm. situation. I think I was was about six years old. That's like year one in Australia. And we were going swimming lessons. And so, of course, you know, you go get changed and come out. And, of course, I didn't realize that we had to put our school clothes back on over our bathers to go on the bus swimming. So here's me strutting out in my bathers <laughs> down the classroom. And one of the older boys, Wolf, whistled at me. And I was just like, oh, my goodness, I was so hor- horrified. But, yeah, that has to be one of my funny, embarrassing moments. Yeah. But it's always something that stuck, to, stuck with me. But now these days I just get out there and strut. After you have kids, you don't worry about that's right. You have to and not worry about it. I love that you just said that. See, Lip Talk Nation. You got to embrace it. You got to embrace it and own yourself. Just own it. You did a good job That's at it. it. <laughs> All right. So, what is your favorite food living in the land down under? Oh, I actually love Indian food. Really? I really love an amazing curry. Oh, now that's kind of shocking, yeah. but I like it. That's awesome. Yeah. Curry. I don't know if it's the whole, you know, being a redhead, loving the spicy food, Ooh. you know, being a Leo, it's the spicy hot food thing. Yes, uh-huh. I love an amazing curry. Oh, <laughs> there you go, Lip Talk Nation. She's in Australia and she likes Indian food. Curry. Boom. <laughs> <laughs> That's awesome. If you could have any car in the world, Kareen, what would it be? It would have to be an Aston Martin. They are just phenomenal. Really? Awesome. Yes, I've owned an Audi and I love my Audis and I love my BMWs, but an mm. Aston Martin would just be like, oh, yeah, you know, taking that out down like the coast roads. That would be my that would be my classy car. I have to say, Laura, I'd have a second one. My yeah. second car would have to be a 1957 Chev. Okay. <laughs> yes. <laughs> I I am. Um, I started to picture these cars right here. So what what color would it be? Can I ask? Oh, if it was an Aston Martin, it would have to be a really, really dark green because, you know, oh. I'm a Celtic fairy, so, oh, yes. you know, really dark green. Yes. But 1957 Chev would have to be in a beautiful candy apple red. <gasps> candy it apple. Classic. It has to be. Yeah. Oh, my has goodness. To be. See, I'm a very visual <laughs> person, and so I, I wanted to make sure I put the right color to your cars. Okay. Oh, that made my mouth water. I'm just kidding. That's awesome. And final question of our lightning round, Kareen, what is your favorite color? Uh, Being the Celtic fairy I am, it's it's green through and through. Green through and through. What's a healing color? Energy, grow, growth. Mm-hmm. That's awesome. That big big sort of, you know, the the heart area, you Mm -hmm. know, just, yeah, beautiful. 
Well, there you have it, Lip Talk Nation. Those are some fun facts about Kareen, and thank you for sharing them with us. And really, thank you for being vulnerable with us on the show, too, and sharing part of your soul. Um, Before we wrap up the interview, do you have any final words of wisdom for those who are really feeling stuck and sick and tired of feeling sick and tired? Yeah, just really start to tune in and go, why am I doing what I'm doing? Is it really serving who I am as a person? Is it really what I want to do? And how or when or where am I going to find those tools, those people to start moving me forward with where I want to go? And we're so lucky to have people like yourself, Laura, with a Lip Talk Nation podcast as a great place to tune in to, to listen to people of all modalities to start giving people an idea of what might get them on their way forward. That is such a great question to ask, Corrine. When people are feeling stuck, tune in to yourself. And why am I doing what I'm doing? And oftentimes people don't know to ask that question. And I really appreciate you sharing that with the listeners because sometimes like all they do is listen to a podcast like this or go online and research words, just something or pictures. And I love that you said that because I, I want the listeners to have as much value as possible. So Lip Talk Nation, if you're struggling, if you feel stuck, ask yourself, why am I doing what I'm doing? And the answer will, you know, answer lies within you and you will figure it out if you answer it. I fully believe that. So Kareen, oh, what an absolute honor it is to have you here on the show and to spend some of your valuable time with us. Will you share with us where we can find out more about you and the projects you are working on? Most definitely, Nora. So you can find me at com, and I'm across all the social media um, pages as well so Facebook, Twitter, Instagram as well under Kareen Reeve and some projects that we've got coming up will be some uh, workshops within Australia but looking at moving a lot more of my work online Laura so that I can spread the word further across the world so all of our upcoming uh, online seminars, more videos uh, for helping everyone worldwide will be on KareenReeve.com Oh my goodness, my mouth just dropped open when you said that because I, that just made my day, my evening, com, and the workshops, oh, I would love for you to be able to do some online because I have a lot of people that would love to hear more about what you're doing and so I'll definitely send them your way as far as your website is and, and they can tap into your stuff but oh, you're such an amazing woman, Corrine. I can't wait to see how the future continues to unfold for you. Thank you for spending time with us. I really, really appreciate it. Thank you so much, Laura. Very grateful. Oh, it's awesome. An awesome pleasure to have you here. And listeners, thank you for spending time with us at Life in Purple as well. This is where the broken can heal and the successful can conquer. Lip Talk Nation, if you've enjoyed today's episode or any of our previous episodes, I would love to hear from you. If you're an iPhone user, go on over to iTunes and leave a friendly review. And for Android users, send me a quick email to laura at laurasprag.com. We appreciate you and we'll see you soon. And as always, what you say is what you become.